What's up, planner lovers? It's your girl, Sharice, and I'm back for another episode of the Plan on Purpose podcast. This week, we have a little bit of a different format. I actually got a chance to sit down and chat with Pasha over at Posh Plans, and we just talked about how much we love to journal. It's everything that we love about this habit and how it's helped us and what we use it for in all of the different ways that we use it. And I think this was one of my favorite conversations ever. I think there's a lot to learn and a lot to unpack. So grab your favorite drink and let's get into it. So today we're just going to talk a little bit or a lot of bit about journaling and processes with journaling and just how we do things. I wanted to kind of have this conversation. I've actually gotten quite a few questions from some friends of mine and people who see the stuff that I do on Instagram saying, you know, how do you do this? What's your process? And so for me, that's for my memory planning. And I, but we've talked a lot about journaling and we've talked a lot about how we use it. So I kind of wanted to kick this conversation off with just asking, when did you start like journaling? What was your first kind of journaling? I would say freeform journaling. Mm-hmm. Initially, just write, just scribble, scrabble. Yeah, that was me too. Like I had a journal when I was in... Or diary, rather. Yeah, it was like a diary for me when yeah, I was diary. elementary. Diary. Like, yeah. Yeah. You Well, now we say we're journaling because, I don't know, I feel weird being like grown talking about this is my diary. Like, Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's a Who journal. But it was a diary. It was the same thing back in like middle school, elementary school for me. So I wrote in that thing probably, I mean, every day I was. Yeah talking about what's going on at school and what's happening with my parents they're like exactly and then you have to let you have yeah that's my diary side (laughs) (laughs) we must have had the same situation because it was it was this is i like this boy and our kids went to vent (laughs) yes and then oh oh did your mom ever find your her diary once Hmm. and i i stopped keeping one after that i was a teen so it was mm-hmm. very uh, damaging to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in uh, middle school when my mom found mine, and there was a uh, a page that she had put that I I wrote like very extensively about how angry I was at her about something that she did, and was talking about how like you know when I get older, this one I'm gonna do, and she's never gonna be able to tell me. And she was hot. Like, what do you mean? Like. <laughs> Older, you're talking about things. No one's supposed to be reading it. Well, and you know what's funny? That's one of the things that that made me think as an adult, and especially as a mom, I would like to allow Elijah, if he wanted to, to have his own diary or or whatever journal or whatever. And I'd like to think, obviously, because he's not even two yet, that I wouldn't read it. I'd like to think that, that I would not read it just because I know what that feels like. Adult daughters and I've come across theirs and I do not because I know how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say it didn't make me wonder. Right. Right. But (laughs) I did not. I did not. I think I couldn't live with myself if I had versus wondering the hell is in them pages right there. Right. But they never hid them. So it was my duty to not ruin that trust. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And that's they one of the things. never hit him. Like Mine was one of the with that cheap lock on it, and she yes. still read it. Yes. <laughs> I might had a little Lisa Frank. I had a little Lisa Frank yes. with the little, the little gold lock that oh, key didn't God, work to key. save his life. <laughs> little thin keys. Oh, God. He used to pull that bad boy off and then push it back. Like, I thought I was doing something. My mom didn't carry this. She was like, pop this oh. lock. We finna, we finna and see what's in these faces. To open them. Pop it. <laughs> she, she did. But I think that feeling, I remember that feeling so vividly. And I'm like, man, I would never want to do that to my child. Like That's why I did. I couldn't. I couldn't. We need that space where we can say the things we wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Couldn't say. Yeah. You need that space where you can be your raw self. Like, I'm not saying I'm not authentic, but there are things that aren't appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or 
things people just don't need to be privy to. I believe people don't need to know everything. Yeah. So. Especially, I mean, like, my mom and I have a great relationship now, but... When I was younger, I mean, you're young. We, we, I was a young girl, and I just, we didn't get along. <laughs> so there are plenty of things that I might have just said, just in anger of trying to express myself, that I would yeah. never ever say to my mother out loud. Like, Eating thought, yeah. And, but that's and, what the is supposed to be for us, that safe space. Exactly. And so to to bring it back to today, that's still, I have several journals, and my main, I want to say, just free thinking, whatever I feel journal is the same thing. I would never want anyone to read anything in those pages because it's personal. It's my own emotions. And I think for me, it's not just a place to write, but it's also a place for me to see my growth. And it's growth that I don't think anyone else needs to see. Not all that stuff needs to happen in front of people. It sometimes can happen in front of people, depending on how you live your life. But Certain parts of that does not need to happen in front of people. I don't Agreed. think so. Agree. But I'm so. good with my kids finding mine because because I had such a closed mother. Mm-hmm. I want them to go back and see how I felt. Uh, Madison made me very angry and I, I wrote all about it. Yeah. I want her to look back and see how I processed that as her mother. I still love her, but I was boiling mad. Yeah. Okay? And there, there's one page where I was like, I don't even want to be here with these people. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pack my stuff and leave. They could have the house. You know, it's real. You know what I'm saying? But for later, I'm happy with them finding it for now. No. So, yeah. Yeah. And I do kind of pen mine. I am being raw, but I do have the intention of leaving mine for my kids to see it, mm-hmm. especially the later ones where I'm more consistent and I start adding pictures and scriptures and explain why I'm writing it or how I'm feeling that day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just got into, so that's for my free, like you said, your free form journal. That's, I'm, I'm on the fence about that one, about anyone else reading that one, even my kid. And that's, I mean, I write a lot about how I feel as, as a mom and maybe some of those pages might be good for him to read the days when he decides he want to act crazy. And it's like, Hey, do you know how much I struggled to, to be a good mom? Do you know how much I thought about you and thought about where you're going to go and where you're going to be and try to try to deal with that on a daily basis? Yes. Yes. For you to come out here acting crazy. Like maybe that might be a moment for me to let him read some of those things. But I went through a lot my first year as a mom. And it's just, I don't know. I know that the, I, I do memory planning now. So memory planning or memory journaling. I actually think of it as memory journaling because when I first jumped into memory planning, I thought it was just a good way to use something that I had already. And be able to talk about what's happening. And I see a lot of spreads and they're like, this is what we did today. But I started writing that and I'm like, that's not, I I want feeling, emotions. How did I feel when I saw, you know, Elijah go down a slide for the first time or the first time like this past weekend when I got a chance to go out with um, some friends and just be like, put my makeup on, put my cute clothes on and sit and have brunch and have a, a you know, a, a drink at brunch and just be. And how did that feel? Not just what happened. So memory planning has also turned into that too for me. Like yeah. those emotions coming out next uh, to the pictures. I, so you memory plan too. Uh-huh. Yours, mine is in a, um, um, a recollections book that kind of similar to like a look of an Aaron Condren. What do you use? I'm using an, I'm using an ECLP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, yours is vertical. I went horizontal this year, but I've always done vertical before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. I saw that. I miss my vertical so much. You, you, so you miss it? So you like, are you, are you like, so you're in between. You like your horizontal. Do you like it? I, I mean, yeah, I've invested so much in getting that thing ready for me, like pulling out colorful pages and making a collage. I'm committed now. Right, right. So, so would you say it. if someone picked up a journal or picked up something they thought this is going to be it, I'm going to journal in here, this is my memory planner, this is my this, this, is my that, 
if they didn't really necessarily see it as that when they got it home and started to use it, what do you think they should do to kind of accept it or, or want to, to make themselves want to use it and pull out the things that they want to do with it? I that it should be forced. Okay. I'm dealing with the horizontal. Unfortunately, I know me. There will become a day I won't want to write in it again, period. Yeah. I'll be done trying. Um, and so be it. It shouldn't be forced. Right. That's true. But I'm trying to commit to finishing one because I'm also one of those... If I no longer want to write it, just pick up another one and start it. You know what I mean? But I, my free form, I finish. But my mm-hmm. memory memory ones, I don't. Yeah. This is my first year doing this, so I'm hoping that I can keep it up with this. The The weekly thing might get me, though, because some of those things that happened during, like, during this whole COVID experience, I didn't take a bunch of pictures. I was like, we watching Scooby-Doo in our pajamas for three days straight. What do I need to take pictures of that for? I would just write that really big. <laughs> Scooby-Doo in pajamas. Like. I have one entry. It just says quiet day. I ain't do nothing special. Quiet day. That's and then one. Friday, I got some bad news about my girlfriend. I just wrote her name. The entire entry was just her name. Big. Yeah. See? Sometimes yeah. you don't have much to say. Right. And that's okay, too. Yeah. And then I do the one word a day in my pocket. Mm, yeah, because you I love looking back at that. So in your pocket, the one that you're not using for planning, you have one that's specifically just for your one word a day. Your your pocket an journal. Insert. An insert. Okay, an insert. In my planner, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea too. An insert inside the planner for just one okay. word a day. So it's like it kind of sim- it looks similar to those um the yearly inserts that you see kind of like the happy planner and the ones that- I never knew what to do with those. I'm using it for that. That's dope. That's it is. It is a yearly insert, but I'm like I'm going to use a word a day and that space is big enough for a word. The only thing is because it's not a journal, the really really good days, I'm like what happened that day? You know? right. right. And go back to my journal to see if I wrote about it. Yeah. And then I'm one here, WTF. What happened? <laughs> oh, I know. March 12th. Okay. That was when we decided to work. Okay. Got it. So- okay. <laughs> but that's, see, that's kind of a point there. Do you always want to remember those things or do yeah. you not want to remember them? You want to remember the good things and the bad things or do you I just do. want to remember the good things? I do. Okay. All of it happened to me. That's true. That's true. Now, you may not want to go back to it, though, because I don't know if I told you before, but I have a I have a divorce diary. Yes, we talked about that. It's very, very raw about how I felt going through my divorce and the things that came to light, how naive I was and how I processed that and the distrust and I don't want to say hate, but the strong dislike and the betrayal that thing is fire i i'm scared to open it so there are those those times you don't want to go back but i think when it's time for me to go back to it it will be freeing for me yes we have talked about your um divorce journal and i think that when you go through anything like that that it has so many emotions in it and so many you see ups my voice down you about it yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, that's a serious. That's a serious thing to write about. But if I you write about anything like that, write how you feel down. Write it down. Mm-hmm. I just don't know when I'll be ready to read it again. Yeah, I think. But I, I wonder if I should have kept the journal like that when my brother passed. It was so much going on in that time frame that you know I got married and then he passed and then we moved and then. I was in a whole new state after all this stuff happening with no family and I knew nobody. So I probably should have been journaling then. I think I just wrote down some small things like and it's funny because that same I've been using that same book for that. I've been journaling now, like my freeform journal for probably four years. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff is probably in there. I've never gone back to read it, but it probably would have been a good idea but you to just keep about it about why you didn't then. Yeah. How you felt then, how you feel now. Yeah. It yeah, I'm writing a lot now. You can't. 
yeah, it's it's therapeutic. I think I started keeping a journal after I was able to process it. If that makes sense, I didn't get a chance to process during the process. It's hard I did to write so much. in the pain. Yeah, very hard. So how do you how did you do it? I was so mad with that. I was so mad, so much pain. The writing was furious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like today I found out. It's like. Hate this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, the writing is furious in that book. I didn't care what I wrote like. I didn't care what it sounded like. Whoever came upon that book, that's what you get. Okay, that book is fire, and it's a red leather notebook. Ooh, it's red leather too. Oof. Yeah. I think the next time I come across it, I will go ahead and take a peek. Yeah, it's. That's got to be a lot though. That's got to be a lot to be looking at. And it's hard to look at it if you're not in the right space because that stuff will come rushing back and hit you real quick. That's why probably I couldn't have looked at anything like that for a while, you know, after that situation. Yeah. Yeah. So now I process, I'm processing what's going on or what happened for me in another form of writing, I'm writing a book, but and it's about a relationship between a brother and sister. So that's a good way for me to process it because being that, you know, he died the way that he did, there was a lot of unanswered questions that I had. And I'm sure a lot of us had that will never be answered. So I'm processing it that way, you know, I creating a story that I wanted to tell. To be told. I did one regarding my father who I did not meet until I was 28. Call myself writing a book when I was done. I didn't want to share it with anybody, Mm. but the writing was so good for me. Yeah. The process, the process. So that, that, so all of this journaling, right. Is about a process you had, we have our free form journal. You said you have your word of the day. You're also doing now walk me through what happened from my free, I'm journaling free form to now I'm adding pictures and scriptures. And w- did you just wake up one day and decide this is another way I want to do this? Where'd you get that idea from? Those days where there wasn't much to say or a picture was enough or I didn't have time. Right. Or the day was so great. I chronicled it with a photo and that's, you know, I have some photos and I write around the picture or I have a photo where the thought with the photo is private and I'll write underneath the photo. It's a flap. Just another way to express myself. And I think it's a great way to be able to look back at those things too, because there's some words. I'm such a a big person. I love words. I I love the way that they're written. I love the meaning of them. I love words. I think it's because I'm such a reader, but when pictures can do that for you, you just see a picture sometime. I was going through an old scrapbook showing one of my friends here. Like I've been scrapbooking since I was 15 and showing her like my first scrapbook I ever made with my terrible handwriting and these stickers I like made on a computer. Uh, I look at my first scrapbook and I'm like, oh it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the markers. Okay. Like who was coloring in on the side Never. of the picture? <laughs> Never today. <laughs> I show her that thing, my little, my little photo captions and stuff. And I was like, oh, and but some of those pictures just brought back so many memories. There's one page where I, my brother gave me a bunch of pictures of him, like at high in his high school. He was like, oh yeah, I got all these pictures and I was going to send them to you. You do stuff with photos. And I was like, all right, cool. He sent them to me. And it was literally nothing but pictures of him and a bunch of girls. And I was like, <laughs> How? What? What? Like him? Like it? And it was like twenty pictures of him with random female. And I'm like, like really? This is what you want me to scrapbook? So in the scrapbook from from back then, that's what's in there. These pictures of my brother and all these different girls. Today we would slap a sticker pocket on it and just throw it in there. See? See? Yes. 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 Okay. So here's something that I did. This is when I introduced my now boyfriend to my friends, right? Okay. Now, I prayed over this man, and I prayed for this man. So underneath it, 
you have the prayer underneath the photo. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a great idea. And then this is the first day of the new year. Mm-hmm. I did Stone Mountain and I wrote down all the things I want this year. So first day photos and so I like that idea. You could literally just keep a journal of milestones throughout the year with the photo, with personal things underneath. And then maybe on the right side of the page, you write about what happened, but your thoughts and emotions go underneath the photo. Yeah. Yep. That. I like that idea. Just open if someone opens the book, but if they flip it, there's, right. there's gold under there. Right. That's, that's it. That, so to, I write at the beginning, I have another journal. So now we, that's three for me. <laughs> Memory planner slash journal, freeform journal. And now number three is the book um, that we had talked about that has all my prayers in it. And that's how I begin my year. And I have begun my year. A funny story. I think I told you that like the first time I ever wrote in that book was the year I got married and we crossed into the new year and I was in my brain. I was like, we're going to celebrate. It's going to be beautiful. And we got into a huge argument, like uh-huh. at like 1158. <laughs> Y'all couldn't wait. Y'all couldn't wait a few minutes. <laughs> we were like screaming at each other. We were supposed to be somewhere and then it didn't happen. It was a whole, it was a whole situation. And so it, like midnight hit and we're like looking at each other like happy new year. Like, <laughs> this is our first new year as a married couple. Okay. And he was upset and went to sleep and it was like three or four in the morning. And I just could not believe like this was happening to me. This is my yeah. first new year as a married woman. And I can't like, we're not even like, what is this? And so I, he bought me this because I knew he knew I loved journals and planners and stuff. He saw that Barnes and Noble's brown, beautiful leather. And I was in love with it. And I just opened it up and I wrote, my prayer for that year. And I wrote down my prayer for us and my family and my friends. I remember at the church I was going to at the time, we talked about prayers being specific. So I wrote each person's name and the prayers I had for those people. And then I wrote probably five pages or so, just a prayer for my marriage. And I started doing that every year after that. And the great thing about that book is being able to go back to those years or go back to those moments and say, okay, God, you did that. You did that. You did that. And just, it becomes a prayer and a praise book because now you're praising for the things that you're praying about. Yeah. I'm like, I crossed this off. I fell in love. Let me cross that off. Yeah. I, someone loves me. Let me cross that off besides my kids and my mama. Yeah. relationship let me cross that off still wait on that big race yeah (laughs) i'm happy i'm healthy Mm -hmm. i'm getting along with my mom we ain't gonna cross that off yet it's just july okay got the rest of the year and my vacation's next week okay okay see crossing off all the things but you're right about the praise book and that's something i try to do in my faith stuff, Mm -hmm. but starting in August, when I start my new journal, I'm putting that all in that because now we're talking about five or six journals for me and they're Mm -hmm. not getting hundred percent of me. Some are getting 80%, some are getting 20%, some, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to do everything in this, especially since it's a five, you know, I told you I went up to a five from pocket size. So yeah. So that's a leap. I'm hoping to do that. Yeah. That would be a good, that'd be a good way to, to use that. I still, that book that I have. So this book that I have, that is the brown, beautiful leather. It's not even, do you see how thick this mm-hmm. is? That's, that's a Bible book. <laughs> it's a and textbook. It's cute. It's, and so it's maybe 50 pages full right it's now. Well. And so literally it's not, there's no stickers. There's no anything. It's just like Bible study and prayers and praises and like church notes. Um, but I am determined to fill this book with as many prayers and all of that, because to be able to look back at 
however many years of life and see that is going to be amazing. I'm glad I started it because like you said, you're going to be able to leave it. How amazing is it going to be for, you know, adult life? Yeah. To be able to see, this is how your mom prayed for you. Like that's so fire. Like I love it. So we've talked about free form journaling and memory. The memory planning, journaling, sad plan, sad journaling, sad and or mad and or process <laughs> journaling. Yep. Are you, word, word so danger. you use, what about your gratitude? Now I saw your gratitude going into your enlightenment, um, your enlightenment planner. Yeah. Or journal. Is that a journal? The enlightenment? I'm using it as a memory planner slash journal. Okay. Okay. But your gratitude's going in there. Yeah, but I kind of want to put it in this new one I'm starting in August. It's going to be a little bit of everything. Okay. Oh, oh and you're A5. Mm-hmm. And that book that, name that, what's the name of that book again? The one that you're using? Z-Quinn. I get to the planner into the planner world, and now I have fifty different types of okay. <laughs> of paper. It's okay. Types of journal. I bought this A6. This is my wallet. This is my wallet. My Foxy Fix. A wallet. Yeah, this is a wallet, and so it's um it's got the little cards, you know, on the side, and this is the the one a day. But I have like That's um a color. So I do, I started my memory planning in this, you know, those little machines that they have at like Walmart and stuff. I took a picture of it and wrote about, you know, the first time he rolled one of those, he was terrified when it first went up. Then afterwards he was like, okay, cool. Now he has no problem with it, right? No, none at all. He jumps on there watching him do stuff. That is one of the things that, that has kept me and even made me want to start memory planning is how fast he grows and how quickly he learns. Like, I don't want to be one of those parents that's like, my child is like the, a genius because he learns so fast. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't this smart. I don't know. Like he will do something one time or see something one time. And then the next time you see him doing it, he's mimicking exactly like he either mimics you exactly or he does that thing. Like, so it, it's that kind of stuff that keeps me wanting to, keep up with the journaling or memory planning because I want him to be able to see it. And I want to be able to look back at it, you know, and say, see how much he's grown and how quickly, you know, it happened. I like to look back too, because I won't remember at all. And then I'm reading like that, that happened. And that's how I felt like I, no memory. Yeah. But I wrote it. Right. Happened. And that's why, that's why (laughs) he's like, yeah. Say that again. Has that happened to you yet? Not remembering certain things about him? When you go back and read an entry, you're like, mm. remember that. Yes. A lot of stuff from like the beginning of like when he probably I want to say like his first five or six months. It was a blur, like a complete blur. Like, <laughs> so there are things that I went back to read recently because somebody I know um just had a baby and she had like questions about breastfeeding and like I was like you know I don't even know and I was like let me this is weird but I might have wrote it down let me go back and (laughs) look between my planner and my journal at the time I was able to kind of answer some of those questions but some of the entries I wrote about like what happened while I was learning to breastfeed and I was like when did I I don't know like (laughs) this happened I did that like oh okay that's why we journal so you, I see you share sometimes on Instagram too, yeah. the quotes and things that you write. Where are you doing that? In my A5, in my everything. Okay. So that just kind of happens. My free. Mm-hmm. Okay. The quotes and poems and some of the things that you write, is it just that's coincided with what you're feeling that day? Or do you set out to say, today I'm going to write a quote or a, or a poem or just, it just happens? It's something that has um, stirred my soul. Yeah. When I wrote all the names of everyone black that has died at the hands of police brutality, mm-hmm. I was in that pain. Mm-hmm. It's always something that has touched me. Yeah. I've been doing that with book quotes because I read a ton. Doing that though. I just, I've never shared it though. I just write it. I take, um, 
like I either write it in the book, like I quote it in the book and then put a little page marker. And then when I'm done, I'll go back and write those down. Or if I'm reading a, like a book online, I'll just put it in my notes. But I never thought about like putting it in a specific space. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a commonplace journal or a, I think that's what no. they call it. So I was Googling, I, again, I did not know that there were all these different types of journaling, right? You have your free form, a lot of people, memory plan or journal. You have your gratitude journals or your manifest journals, all these different things. So I heard about art journaling, which I have mm-hmm. yet to get into thinking about it. And then a commonplace journal or a commonplace notebook. I feel like you're already art journaling. Oh, with the memory planner? From the ones you've shown me where you're painting. Oh, stamp. yeah. Yeah. It's, I think I've mixed art journaling and memory planning because it's mm-hmm. not the typical just sticker. I love ink and paint and I can't, I'm not an art teacher or anything. So I'm still learning, but it's so fun. It's the most free I am during that time. I'm, I, even when I'm writing my, in my free form journal, I'm mm-hmm. not that free and I don't know why that is like it's strange you would think that just sitting and writing down my thoughts would give me the ability to to just be free but But I'm still thinking while I'm writing it'll change all right I'm gonna show you this artist sketchbook that I picked up in 2016 and called it my journal I painted it oh look okay 11 19 Donald Trump won it has taken me 11 days to be able to write that. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait to see how the textbooks tell this tale. Ignorant whites came out the woodwork and voted. Uh-huh. Ignorant blacks didn't vote and ignorant Latinos voted for him. Mm-hmm. I am devastated and scared. God bless America. Same thoughts. And that was 2016. It, wow. That's really interesting. I was angry. That's, that's some. That's real angry. <laughs> but you got a right to be. I mean, didn't we all? I haven't touched that book in years. I'm glad you made me touch it today. Yeah, that's, so did you finish that one? Did we not finish no. that one either? <laughs> no. But I might pick it up again if I ever feel like painting again. But this one's just a lot of painting. And then I write down things my good girlfriends tell me. Mm. Trust your gut, Pasha. Lay with that feeling and weigh it against the good days. To make mm. good. 313.17. I like that you're actually keeping track of that or that you did at that moment. Because sometimes when we are in our worst or at our worst moments or we just feel like, you know, whatever thing you shouldn't be feeling, the things that you tell other people are the things that you need to hear. But sometimes there's nobody there to tell you. And if you just maybe wrote down some of the things that people say in those moments when you're just talking, then you might have it. And not only that, when we write, it kind of helps us remember, right? That's why we do to-do lists. Right. When you're writing those things and like you just went back and you read that, you're like, huh, okay. There's someone the other day when we were having brunch when I was talking, I was telling you about we were having brunch. She just stopped halfway through the conversation and was just like, this is why I like you because you just, every time you speak, I feel like I learned something and it's just, you just radiate powerfulness and positivity and you're just, oh, you just have this oomph about you. That's just amazing no matter what. And I was like, where did that come from? (laughs) That's dope. You do have that influence though. I was like, where did that come from? It's hard for me to take that sometimes. You know, it's hard for me to get those compliments, but I bet it would be easier for me to soak it in if I wrote it down. So you write Bible verses in your, every, in all your journals. All of them, but I do have one that I'm doing scripture writing in, but I'm going to stop. I'm going to finish July and then move it to my free form journal, the A5. It's just a script, just a scripture a day. Okay. Is that the blue one? It's perfect for it. And I would like to stick with it, but I'm really trying to move everything to one book, fill the book and then get a new book and put in the cover. But why, why does everything need to be in one book? 
That's where I am right now. Okay. It could be different in November. November's going to be a good month for things to be different. So. <laughs> I hope so. I need a whole, I need to start a new journal in November. <laughs> so. That's crazy that I just read that about 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know I wrote that. See? That's why these things are important. So you keeping, so you writing your scriptures down in the in the book. I write mine when I it it goes in that same book that my prayers go in because I typically write my scriptures about my Bible studies. When I do specific studies, I'll write mm-hmm. scriptures down. In my, I just read scriptures on some days and I'll screenshot them and put them in certain th- places mm-hmm. in my phone so I can bring come back up to it if I need to read it again but I write scriptures now specifically when I'm Bible study doing Bible study mm-hmm. but I don't put them in my planner or anything like that I used to write my prayers for the week in my planner but I felt like because I use my planner for such a specific to-do list that it it would get lost Like when I'm, it's like one of the reasons why I keep so many journals and books and planners is because it helps me to compartmentalize things. So when I'm sitting down to memory plan or memory journal, I'm just thinking about that. I'm just thinking about what happened this week, processing what happened, looking at the pictures, trying to figure out what story I want to tell with the pictures or if I want to tell the story and then use the pictures to add to that, like whatever that is. And so I'm there. And that's one of the reasons why to elaborate on what I was saying before, that's why it's so freeing because I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just focusing on telling that story. So for me with my mental health journey, I need them everywhere as a reminder. And most of mine are fear or self love or, you know, seeking his face. Right. Reminders. Right. Right. I have mine. You're like, I got to see, I got to open my planner. I got to open this book. I got to open that book. There's a daily prayer in my planner. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Just a daily prayer. Mm -hmm. But in all my journals and planners, you'll find a scripture of some sort. There's most of the scriptures. I get it, but I have to be so intentional Mm -hmm. about my mental health. Yeah. That I have and like what was going on that day or that week and what word I was reading I have little post-it notes all around, mostly upstairs in my house, but I have post-it notes. And I used to get those big, giant post-its, and I would write them and change them all over the wall. We don't have, like, space upstairs for that, but I have small post-its around, like, the whole upstairs on all mirrors, any place where I can see myself or any place where I'm always standing. I have post-its with certain scriptures on them because I tend to... You tend to do different things when you're like, I tend to do a lot of walking when I'm angry or mad or sad. I, I pace. So I find myself pacing. So I put things in certain places. So like if I'm pacing and I get to that, that wall or that, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm ready to say something or do something. Awesome, I shouldn't do. I'm like, oh, there it is right there. You're right, God. And then I have to, I switch them out every so often because I don't want to like be thinking about something. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that scripture then I need to switch it out. I need to put something else there so that God is like, "Mm, I reminded you of that. Now you got to go here. So that's one of the ways that I keep it kind of around that, those little, and it, and it helps too, because sometimes I'm just rushing. I'm just running around trying to go from, which is weird because I, I, you think in my situation, I'd have a lot of time, but I don't always have time. Oh, mom and a wife. No, I know better. I stayed at home for 15 years. I know better. That's true. Now, you ever have, well, you probably, I don't know if you have visitors, but I used to have affirmations on my bathroom mirror. Mm-hmm. But as I got closer to my boyfriend, I was like, what is he going to think when he comes into my bathroom? <laughs> I think I'm nuts that I have to be telling myself this every day. And then some of them are financial. So he's like, he's probably going to think I don't know what I'm doing with my money. <laughs> and it's just, you know, stuff to keep me centered on how I'm spending my money. And he's very much about the money. And I'm a spendthrift. And I keep that a secret. So like, <laughs> I have these, how I, how I use my money flows to me. You know, like, I don't want him to think I'm, I'm bad you- with that. Wait, you you keep it a secret that you spent. He don't he don't got your Instagram handle, do he? That's that's it, right? He there. 
I'm, he's not on Instagram. He's that guy. He's not on there. Check them stories. He's going to be like, <laughs> what did she just buy? What is this? Capital Now, okay. I um, from some of my posts. So I do try <laughs> half of that back into the community. So I to keep it going. But yes, I'm yes. ashamed of the beginning of July, which is why I'm on this snow spend. <laughs> that was me last month. We were talking about commonplace notebooks or commonplace oh, yeah. drafts. more about that. So I was down a YouTube hole one night <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking up art journaling and how you art journal and what you do with that. And then I found junk journaling. I found people who make their own journals. Like okay. actually, phys- I'm like y'all are y'all beasts for that. I can't do that. Junk I journaling. Christmas. You t- see, that I lo- I like that idea too. And then of course I went through like the whole Project Life scrap, but like all those things. But common commonplace book is described or defined as a book in which notable extracts from other works are copied for personal use, which is, which is a whole. Like we're doing with the poems and the book quotes and the yeah. Exactly, it's called that. a commonplace book, but it's just that. That's it. Yes. That's that's it. And it's just a place where you can put all the things that you learn. It's a place where you can because you, you never hear somebody say something really good and you're like down. I think I'm gonna see look at you. <laughs> no, but think no thoughts, just what you love and what you pick up. hmm You ever yeah. heard somebody say a quote? Or say something and you're like, ooh, that's really good. Or yeah, like uh for me, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um and I watch certain I'm a doc I love documentaries. So I'm always watching a documentary or listening to a podcast and they'll say something and I'm like, oh, that's really good. That's deep. Where where do you put that? Like <laughs> now you know I'll pick a quote in a minute, but the what I learned and the, that part deep mm-hmm. sentence. So I was just, of course, and I started Googling it and I'm like, like how do you write a commonplace book? What do you put in it? But you're essentially already doing it with, like you said, your quotes and everything. But this would be a journal just for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it. Look at you like Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) I have bins of journals not used. Yeah, same. Which is why I'm on it. Then. Yeah, I oh keep my, my five year. I keep my five year journal. Uh, so there we go. Now what is that? That's four. You keep up with that? Sort of. I did not do a very good job during during like the beginning part of the quarantine. I didn't do anything like the whole month. Well, of there April, was so much going on, Sharice. I was like, nah. I was like, I don't got nothing. I'm not planning nothing. I don't want to write nothing down. Like I didn't do anything in my manuscript. Yeah, I didn't do anything going on. Um, but for the most part, I do. There are weeks when like I look and it's only two entries and I try to go back and think like of things, but I try not to do that because I want everything in it to be organic. Like I want everything in it to be, this is the day. And I love it because it has very small spaces for each day. So I'm not trying to write a book in here. I'm literally just going over like whatever I feel. This has happened to me today. Elijah did this. I did this. And I try to, in this book, write a lot about myself or what's happening for me or around me because I tend to make a lot of the things that I do about my family. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I've lost myself in a lot of my creativity, which is what's supposed to be my space. And it became what well, I have to make this for Elijah or I would sit down to plan something and then go on a whole tangent about like, oh, I got to, I found these note cards and now I made him, I sat down one day to plan oh, for the week and ended up spending three hours making him flashcards. Like, <laughs> he's not even two. Like, <laughs> Wait, he's not two? No, he won't be two till October. <laughs> I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was, he, yeah, he's doing a lot for two. Yeah. So he, so I was just like, there, he's these flashcards I got to make. So we go over the flashcards every day. And I'm proud of that. And I think that's great. But I sat down to do something and I did something else for him. And so I'm trying to use my five-year journal to really be about five years of me and just, just me. It's hard because I look back now and a few entries are like, Elijah did this today. We went to the park. And I'm like, no, Sharice, like <laughs> that's everywhere else. 
Oh, and that's so needed because we kind of lose ourselves when we get married and become mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my five-year journal oh, is a small space because I've noticed something about my writing. In my free-form journal, because it's so big, it's really big. And I like it that way because I have a lot of thoughts and I just need to put it all down. But in my free-form journal, the more that I write and just think and just do the word vomit, the more that it becomes about everything else. It becomes about my emotions. And, and then at the beginning, I'm like, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm happy. I'm sad. Today was great. And then if I look, it's like, you know, my husband and I had this fight or this is what happened. And then Elijah did that. And it turns into like all of these things, which is great because those are my thoughts. But looking back at that, I can see how much it consumes my thoughts. So when I got the five-year journal, I didn't know what I was going to write in it. And then I realized the need for me to write, even if it's just one sentence, for myself or about myself. So that's what I use that for. I love that. And I'm hoping to keep it for five years. <laughs> we will see. Do you make reminders for yourself to keep up with it? I have a night routine reminder, and that's okay. included in my night routine. Oh, yeah, then you'll be fine. So we have freeform journal, planner, memory planner, faith and or Bible study, prayer planner for me. And my A6 Hobonichi, which is kind of probably what would be my commonplace book right now. Because it's kind of everything. It's quotes. It's pictures. It's all sorts of stuff in here. But mostly now, which is quotes and different things that I see. Um, And then my, oh, yeah, I think I said my favorite journal already. That's quite a few. Do you find it hard to keep up with multiple journals? Is that why you're moving into wanting to do everything in one place? or I commit to one. Oh. It's just nice if I touch the others, but that's why moving into A5 might be a blessing for me. Mm -hmm. Gives you that space to be able to put it down. I only commit to one. I am committed to the scripture planner journaling for July. After July, I'm not, I don't care if I don't keep up with it in there. If it moves to my A5, I'm fine. But I wanted to complete a month. I think I said on my YouTube, I would come back at the end of July and show them. That's why I'm committed to doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to put it out there. You got to put it out there. Got to show them what it's like. Yeah. So I use multiple because, like I said, I need to com- I need to compartmentalize. If I'm memory planning, then I'm thinking about that. If I'm just freeform writing, then I want to be doing that. I can never try to freeform write and plan at around the same time because I'll stop freeform writing. And I never finish those thoughts. And then I'm writing down what I think I need to do for the next week because I'm thinking about that instead of what I was thinking about. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to separate them. But do you only one planner style for your like for your memory planner. Yeah. Um, as of right now. Planner. Yeah. That's why I have so many notebooks, because I'm using the planners to journal a lot. I'll pull out the months. Hmm. What are your go-to supplies for journaling? Let's start there. If I am wanting to journal in any, in any way and I just want to start, do I need all the things or what are like the top three things or top five? You know, something, a quick, small list. A pen you really like to write with. Mm-hmm. A notebook you love. with, And these are things you're not looking at the price. It's what you prefer. And a pencil. That's it. Why a All pencil? Stuff is extras. You can add later. Why a pencil and a pen? I, I use pencil sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to do it in pen first if I'm trying to letter or something like that. And then some of my entries are purely pencil. It just depends. But I like pencil. I'm one of those people that still like pencil. Yes. If I wanted to get started, but I didn't know how, like, what advice would you have for someone who just, I don't know, I want a journal, but like, how do I do it? What do I do? Reform it, make lists, write a sentence, don't push yourself. Because we all sit down and we think we're going to write these beautiful pages. You know what I mean? Don't. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Just do it. Yeah. So, yeah. I would also add to that. There are plenty of places online and maybe within like the journaling community where you can find prompts. I'm not a fan of prompts for certain types of journaling just because I feel like sometimes for me, it forces me. But 
other times when I'm really just like, I need to get this out, but I don't know how I want to get it out. I can use a prompt that will say something like, write the first thing you thought of when you woke up this morning. And maybe I just needed that. I list on those days. Yeah. And words don't have to go together. I'm right. just things. Yeah. But journal oh, prompts, I think. Of I work. love brain dump. I brain dumped while we were talking. Yeah. And I use pencil for that too, because on the side I'll like write down the main things that mm-hmm. I think, and then I'll hit the final in the book. But I didn't even use everything. So you're saying I need a pen, I need a pencil, I need a notebook that I love. Just write your thoughts in your Just book. Write thoughts, lists, draw, whatever creatively works for you, and then yeah. use like I said, using using those prompts. Because those will help in, in even if you just don't know what to write. What is your advice for someone? We kind of like I talked about it a little bit, but what is your advice for someone who's like, I'm trying to journal and I got it and I started it, but I can't remember to do it or I get so busy. How do I work it into my schedule? But do they really want to journal, though? Right. I've realized that journaling has become such a big part of my life that I can't not do it. Like. For me, and it's funny because I have this same conversation with a few friends of mine who like I'm working on like my weight loss and stuff. And they're all like, it's just part of me now. Like I can't, if I don't work out every day, I feel weird. And for the longest time I couldn't, like I couldn't connect to that. And then I thought about it one day and I'm like, that's me with journaling and planning. If I don't write thoughts down sometimes when they're in my head, I feel like my brain is a huge balloon and it's about to explode and things are falling out of my ears. Like I can't, it has to go somewhere. And Journaling has become such a huge part of how I keep my mental health positive and just be healthy that it's it's not it's no it, I can't not do it. My journal and my planner always goes. If I don't touch them, fine, but I have to know that they're there. Yeah. One thing I did for myself this year is I don't force writing every day. Mm-hmm. There could yeah. be laps in my journal, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's a busy month. I'll just recap and I'll put the dates that I'm recapping and then I'll just mm-hmm. jot down, you know? Yeah. Same. I love it. I'm so glad we have that in common. Yes. Yes. That's it for this week's episode of the plan on purpose podcast. If you made it all the way here, I definitely want to say thank you for sticking with us and listening to this amazing conversation. I hope that you were able to learn something or maybe just pick up some new habits in the journaling that you were already doing. Head on over to Instagram at Plan on Purpose and let me know how you're using your journal or if there's any tips or tricks that you found while you've been journaling. Also, send me a picture of your journal stack. I know we do planner stacks all the time, but I think a journal stack would definitely be something amazing to look at. As always, make sure you hit me up, like, subscribe and share and go to Posh Plans page as well and let her know how much you love her journaling style because I sure do. Until next time, let me know if there's anything you want to talk about because remember, I'm here to talk if you're here to listen.